Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Looking forward to a couple hours here with Stephen Weiss, author of The 96 Incarnations. His website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com, by the way. Get a chance to go take a look at it. Stephen is the president of Straightforward Communications. That's a marketing and research consultancy specializing in the areas of consumer demography and trends. His uncanny ability to identify mass market values in their commercial applications has made Steve a favorite of many household name clients in the consumer goods and services industry, restaurant, retail industries as well. And uh, he was on with me back about Stephen, I think 11 and a half years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it's about time, George. <laughs> good to be back. <laughs> and you and too. Good to be with your audience. And how, how are you? Things okay? Yeah, the 11 years, hardly anything has happened. <laughs> no, no, things are great. Thank you for asking. Well, okay, that that's uh, that's super. You're also an astrologer, aren't you? Yeah, the the the, the deeper I get into my my own uh, lifespan, the the more that astrology uh, uh, is 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 uh, appealing to me. I like I like I like the answers that it, that that it, that yields to important questions. So yes, I am an astrologer. What came first, astrology or this business acumen that you have? Well, you know, it's 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 uh, uh, the astrology has been there for now over fifty years in the background. I, I got into it in college in the in the uh, in the late nineteen sixties when a lot of people were getting into alternative uh, uh, fields and interests. But I never I never pursued it as a as a profession. It was it was always there to enjoy as as an avocation. Uh, uh, so I, I never even uh, entertained the, the notion that I would I would do it uh, seriously full time. Although I, I contributed to journals and I took classes and 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 did things that that people would do uh, pursuing a hobby. But uh, for the last ten years, I've uh, I've actually uh, 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 turned my my uh, spotlight uh, on astrology a lot a lot more diligently, a lot more uh, fo- with a lot more focus. Did you start off uh, believing in astrology, Stephen? I love the question about believing. I think I think I don't I don't I don't know how you can talk to an astrologer without asking that very essential question. Do you believe in astrology? That's what that's what anyone wants to know when they're talking to an astrologer. And I think it's a fair question. I uh, for for decades I found it impossible to answer the question. I I think both answers are bad answers. If I tell you <laughs> that yes, I believe in astrology, then I sound like the sort of guy who who's you know who's, uh, you know, what, what do they say, a, a taco short of a combination plate. It just sounds, it sounds weird when someone says they believe in astrology. It, it makes me sound like a guy who feels that because Jupiter is somewhere in the sky today, it's going to make you do something. And I, and I don't believe it's, uh, I, personally, I don't believe that there's that kind of scientific cause and effect. So, so yes is a difficult answer for me. No is an even worse answer because if I don't believe in astrology, why are you having me as a guest right now? <laughs> You know, I'm supposed to be talking about that. And, well, it's and, a good so, book. It's a it's a good book. So you, I'll give you that benefit right there. All right, I appreciate I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I, uh, yeah. So so uh, I, I just if I if I make complete the thought, I, I I realize that the the question, do you believe in astrology? Be, because astrology is based on astronomy and mathematics, it, it 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 comes across as a science, but it's not a science. It's an art. And I realize that that the question, do you believe in astrology, is do you believe in art? You know, do you believe in poetry? Do you believe in music? Mm-hmm. And that's 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 what astrology is. It's a it's a it's a it's taking the pictures of the planets and in the sky and 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 playing it like it like it's a musical composition. 
So, and, and the addition to astrology that appeals to me so much is that it's a special kind of art. It's, it's, it's myth. It's, it's, it's the history of mythology. It's, uh, it, it has to do with the, uh, the psyche and the, and the consciousness. And even though it's still an art, there's a, there's a power to it. There's a strange synchronicity. And there, you know, it, it, tends to, it tends to work at times, but in ways that can't be scientifically explained. Wasn't the great psychoanalyst Carl Jung into astrology, or at least wanted to get into it? Yeah, he he he, he uh, very good. He 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 he's a really important figure in astrology. Even though he never came out and quite said that he believed in astrology, he but he was he was fascinated by it because of the archetypal quality of astrology. He liked he was looking for for things in our in our collective unconscious. That we all resonated to, you know, symbols and figures and stories that were common to all of humanity, and he never he never quite said that astrology was true, but he he did characterize it as the collected psychological knowledge of antiquity. But but what makes Jung really important is that the work that went on around when in the 1930s when he was when he was you know at the at the peak of his powers and the peak of his influence, that's really when astrology morphed. From fortune telling to a uh, an analysis of people's personalities. So the, the 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 work that was going around on his community, some people went out, became business consultants, and and and, and created you know uh, personality profiles for business. And then there were a bunch of other people who went out and became astrologers. And it was all uh, it was all uh, uh, all linked back to the psychological history of, of of analyzing people's personality types. And it started right about that time in the 1930s. Your latest book is called The 96 Incarnations. Tell us what that means. Well, well, I, in, in, in dealing with these archetypes, I'm getting older and I want, to, I, want to, I want to get to the kernel of truth in astrology. Astrology is a vast subject, as vast as the universe. And, it's, and there's, anyone in your audience who's into astrology knows that there's thousands of permutations and calculations and, and, and data uh, manipulations that go on with astrology. But I was looking for something central, something that was primal and, 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 and major archetypes. And really, it came down to the sun and the moon. The sun is the personality archetype. Everyone in your audience, or 99.9% of the people in your audience, know what's, what their sun sign is. They know if they're a Virgo or an Aquarius right, or a exactly. Gemini. But, but the, and, and, and that, that is a very important indicator of personality. It's a fundamental step. I, I sometimes refer to it as the first step on the astrological ladder. You have to know your sun sign because that describes your personality right. in a very broad but meaningful way. Well, not a lot of a lot of people probably know that sun sign, uh, Stephen, but they might not know what it means. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 people people break down into two, two camps over that. Either 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 you find that it's alluring, so you go and you buy. There, there's hundreds of good books on on sun sign astrology where you go and you you know you go and read that. Or there's there's you know there's an equally valid viewpoint of no thank you not for me. <laughs> I, you know, I can't buy this stuff, and I'm not going to pursue it any further. But it's it's the most uh, uh, accessible aspect of astrology is the sun sign astrology, and this is a, an analysis of personality. Now these ninety six, the, the yeah, the number ninety six. What's that mean? All right, so there's twelve there's twelve zodiac signs. Most people are aware of that. There's mm-hmm. twelve zodiac signs. 
The other myth that, that, that's important to me, in other words, that the sun expresses the energy of the personality, uh, uh, the, the moon is the primary symbol of, let's call it the spirit. If, if you're into astrology, you, you inevitably encounter, or any kind of, 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 of you know, alternative wisdom uh, or, or, or spiritual wisdom, you get to the notion where, where there's spirit. There's, there's personality, there's the ego, but then there's the spirit, which is, oh, for want of a better term, it's, it's, it's the collected force of the universe that acts through you. Uh, it, it can be easily separated into this is who I am and this is what I feel. The moon represents the feeling part of our, of our, of, of astrology. The sun, sun and the sign is ego identity. Moon is the way the universe is acting through us. Well, the great French American astrologer, Dane Rudyard, hit on something a few decades ago that I thought was powerful. And he, he said that the relationship of the moon to the sun when you're born will tell you everything you need to know about the interaction of your ego, your will, your huh. personality, and the spirit. I did not know and that. There, the, the, and there are eight classical uh, moon positions. And, 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 and you don't have to be an astrologer to, to be familiar with new moon, balsamic moon, first quarter moon, uh, waxing gibbous moon, uh, et cetera, et cetera. There are eight of these stations. A full moon, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. All of the different, all the different moon phases, and 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 the essence of this is that astrology is a very complicated subject if you get deeply into it. But let's start with the the moment that you're born. Where's the sun and where's the moon? According to Rudyard, if you take these eight phases, each one of them taken in succession tells the story of the evolution of your soul, of a person's soul through multiple lifetimes. In other words, how you re reincarnate and where you are in terms of your soul development over a lifetime. And once again, I, I don't want to get in any trouble. I don't want to oversell this. I, I'm not doing it. it as a scientific fact, but it's a really, really lovely myth. So based on where, where the sun is and where the moon is in relationship to one another, you have, you have uh, 96 possibilities. You have the 12 Zodiacal signs, the twelve, the twelve signs that the sun may be in, and the eight lunar positions. Let's use me as an example. I'm a Gemini, June four. I looked you up. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do need to ask, and and that's one of the things that we'll probably get into in the course of this discussion. There's so much information about celebrities and famous people online these days that I was able to write a book using thousands of people as as examples. But in your case. Were you born uh, before 6 p.m. in the evening on, on June 4th? Yeah, I was like a 10 a.m. baby. Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that. So, so you were what, what we would call a Gemini in the sixth lunation phase. Which was a disseminating gibbous moon. Exactly. And you were born during the sixth lunation phase. Now, now it would be helpful, but you know, the, the book covers this, so we don't have to go deeply into this. But each, each, each subsequent lunation phase each each moon phase represents a evolution of of the soul and there are eight evolutions so you're a six you're you're a very spiritually developed person the sixth lunation phase is a lunation phase in which you have worked out the issues between 
the sun and the moon. Okay, in the fifth lunation phase, so your previous lifetime was the one which is the Katie Bar, the door lifetime, where 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 the spirit and the ego are of equal strength and they and they battle each other. In the sixth lunation phase, which is yours, you've worked that out. You've lived through that lifetime, and the sixth lunation phase is a is a great lunation phase because you've internalized the evolution of of personality and spirit. And the sixth lunation phase is filled with really, with really important human beings who are expressing an internalized spiritual growth. So, I mean, some of the sixth lunation phase people that I, that I could mention are, are people like, uh, um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson and Mother Teresa wow. and Albert Einstein. That, that's part of, part of your crew. What's great about being a Gemini in the sixth lunation phase is that Gemini, Gemini's, and, and, and I hope you will validate this for me. Gemini's love mental dexterity above all things. They, they, they are, they are just as interested in the collection of information as they are into the solution because Gemini's tend to believe that things come in shades of gray. It's very hard for Gemini's to buy into an absolute. So, so I think you've taken a, a glance at the book, and, and and I have a list of Gemini sixes and some of the things they've said in my book. But the one, the one that I, the one that resonated with me is the poet Allen Ginsberg, who is a Gemini six like yourself, and and his quote is, "I don't think there is any truth. There are only points of view." <laughs> Interesting. And I thought, yeah, that's George Norrie. <laughs> and you, you, you're, you're so good at what you do because you have this open mind. You'll, you'll bring on anyone and listen to what they have to say. The only thing you don't want to hear is someone telling you what you, you know, what, what, what the truth is. What's the absolute? You, you are the ultimate, you know, based on my, um, on this system that I'm, at, uh, I'm, I'm discussing in the book. You're the, you're the ultimate open-minded guy. You know, you, you're, you're the, uh, Prince, Prince, the, the fame, the fame singer Prince is another Gemini six. And he said, as long as I do not take myself too seriously, I should not be too badly off. That's right. That's so true too. So true. How <laughs> can people, find, like you a little bit. how can people get their moon phases? You've got a calculator on your website, don't you? Yes. Yes. In fact, if people are listening to this conversation, we'll, we'll try not to crash it, but the website is. The ninety-six incarnations, and that's ninety-six of the number, not 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 the word. We've got that so linked the, up for you at Coast to Coast. Real simple to yeah, get. The to. ninety-six incarnations dot com, and you can go onto you go onto the page, and at the bottom there, you'll see a link to the calculator. And the calculator is simple. You just need to enter a big city that you were born near, the date of your birth, and if you know it, the approximate time of your birth, and it'll come up with your 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 sun sign and your and your phase. Now, had I been born after six p.m., what would that have done? You would have been in the seventh lunation phase. Ah, uh-huh. okay. More evolved, but 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 the sixth lunation phase. People in the sixth lunation phase are usually very serious about their life's work. They find something that they are that they are uh, that they are qualified. I think that's the right word. That they're qualified to do. And and it's and it, and as you know, mentioning names like Thomas Jefferson and Mother Teresa and so forth. These are people who are who are passionately devoted, and they are qualified to do what they're doing. The seventh lunation phase, had you been born after six o'clock, you'd have been a seventh lunation phase people. And seventh lunation phase people are sort of like postgraduates. They, they, they've, they've done their thing. And, and of all of the eight lunation phases, people in the seventh are the most free to be whatever they want. You know, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like they have the diploma, the life diploma, and they live an entire lifetime, 
they've been characterized as the different drummers. They can they can they can do what they want. And 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 I don't know if you're a motorcycle fan, but if you were in the Seven of the Nation phase, you'd be driving a motorcycle. But everyone seems to drive a motorcycle. I'm, I'm, I, no, I'm not. Evil Knievel. Uh, I'm not. Evil Knievel is the ultimate Seven of the Nation phase human being. I was born early because I had too much to do that day. I didn't want to waste the day. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.